The purpose of life is not to be happy. It is to be useful, to be honorable, to be compassionate, to have it make some difference that you have lived and lived well. Ralph Waldo Emerson Welcome to the Perfect Mess Podcast, Episode 97, Purpose. Perfect Mess is my Perfect Mess. everybody welcome to the perfect mess podcast i'm your host ray molina and this is episode 97 before we jump off into this thing please check out the website raymolina.com i have all the books that i'm reading episodes from the past uh any blogs that i write which i do write a lot um you can tweet and facebook those from my website um, and share them with your friends and family you can also share the episodes of the podcast there as well if you are on apple or spotify please like comment share review Um, i'm really trying to continue to grow this thing so anytime you hit that share button and you share it with your friends or you share it on any of your social media that really helps me out please subscribe and please um Leave a review, too. Let me know how I'm doing. Let me know what you like, what you don't like. I'd love to hear from you guys, all right? I am also on YouTube. Please go to youtube.com slash at the perfect mess pod, and you'll find me there. If you haven't subscribed, please subscribe there, and make sure to hit the notification bell that's in the right-hand corner. You'll see the little bell there. Click that, and it'll give you a notification anytime I put anything on that channel, which I'm trying to do regularly okay and i have been watching these subscribers go up i'm still at a very very small number so i'm trying to get better at youtube and you can help me do that okay uh so please do that uh i am on instagram as always at it's ray molina that is also my tiktok and the podcast is uh on instagram as well it's at the perfect mess pod all right other than that i hope you guys are doing well it's been a little bit of a minute i have been updating a lot on my social media i haven't done a podcast probably in about two weeks um and there has just been a lot going on which i'm going to catch you guys up to right now um my uh, my schedule has gotten crazy, and it was not supposed to be as crazy as it is now, but that is life, right? Or at least that's my life right now. My life went from, you know, going pretty smooth to skyrocketing, and now I'm busy again, like extremely busy. So um, I hope you guys are doing well. I hope you're healthy. I hope you your family is okay. Um, I say that because I have been noticing and hearing from people that I know and love uh, that everybody's still getting sick, everybody's still getting the flu, everybody's still having to go and do a you-know-what test and, and doing all this stuff, and I'm hoping all you guys are taking care of yourselves, taking care of your health, and and, and doing the best you can to get back on your feet, so um, I hope that's, uh, I hope you guys are doing okay, all right, so let's jump off into it, I'm going to catch you up real quick, um, and uh, first of all, this one is called Purpose, all right? So we're going to get to the meat of that subject as soon as I catch you up to everything that's been going on. So right off top, man, a lot of you guys, if you follow me on social media, you know that my kids have been doing jujitsu, which I'm extremely happy about. Okay, shout out to my brother-in-law, Bobby. Love you, man. appreciate you um, helping us out to do that, all right? Um, So the boys are doing jujitsu. They've been doing great, and I am not exaggerating because the professor makes sure to pull me aside or before class. Um, and tells me um, that he is very impressed with their progress and that they have a very, very promising um, career in jiu-jitsu if they decide to stick with it. So I'm very happy to hear that. The reason why I start off with jiu-jitsu is because they got their first stripe in jiu-jitsu, and that's a big deal. My kids have been looking forward to that day, that night, and they it finally happened. And so now they have their first stripe on their white belt, and they have goals to get the remainder of their stripes so they can move up to the next belt. Um, and it was so awesome to to see them getting presented their their um, their stripes in front of their class, um, and they were just so damn happy. And the cool thing was they high fived each other once they did it, um, and that made me smile. I, I loved it. Um, 
So shout out to my boys, man. Uh, they are working so hard at so many of the things that they do. Everything they do, they put their all into. And uh, jujitsu is just one of those many things that they do. And they're doing extremely well. Um, baseball is returning. Uh, we took a little break from travel ball, but baseball is returning. So uh, we're going to get back to you know practice a couple times a week and tournaments again here soon. Um, little league has started back up. Didn't think we were going to be doing little league, but as it turns out, we are definitely doing little league for at least one more year for my little guy, Jaden. And, um, I shouldn't call him little guy. He just told me again, don't call me little boy. I don't like that. So, uh, my, my younger son, Jaden, uh, he's doing little league again, but we're at a new, um, we are at a new uh, little league in a new area of town, um, so it's uh, it's going to be fun. And he is playing with a few kids that play with his travel ball team, so that's going to be cool. So we're excited about that. Um, and as you know, we're baseball family. Um, where's my logo? You see my logo? Big baseball right there. We're really big on baseball. All right. So yeah. So I'm excited about baseball. Not only that, MLB is back. World Baseball Classic is back. By the way, if you're watching this, this is after the United States just got their butts handed to them by Mexico. So I'm sure I'm going to hear that from quite a few people. All right. Um, so anyways, I'm just glad baseball's back. Little League, Travel Ball, MLB, World Baseball Classic. I love it. I'm a fan of it. I'm excited. I love baseball. So if you love baseball, you know how I feel. Uh, the next thing is, uh, real quick, I'm going to drop this on you guys again, because some of you actually have donated. If you would like to help send my kids and the other kids on my kids travel ball team to Missouri for this big tournament that we actually have a really good chance of winning, we are still taking donations and I don't care how much you want to donate. It can be a couple of dollars. It could be a couple hundred dollars. It could be a couple thousand dollars, whatever you would like to donate, we really appreciate it. We are still taking donations right now. So if you go to my profile or if you go to my website, raymolina.com, you will see a photo of my kids and it'll show uh, a donation link. You can go there. It is a GoFundMe link. I'm not a huge fan of GoFundMe, but this is what the uh, the organization has set up. So we're running it. All right. If you're on Instagram, you can also go to my profile and there's a link that says donate to Molina Boys and there's two fingers pointing down. That's the link. You can click there and you can donate. Like I said, anything you can donate is appreciated. There is no dollar amount that uh, that's a limit. So um, if you'd like to help out, we appreciate it. Um, we're just trying to get these kids out to Missouri so they can compete in Branson, Missouri and try to win this thing and bring it back home to the Bay Area. All right. So again, the links are on raymolina.com or my Instagram. My Instagram is at itsraymolina. And uh, you can donate there. Just click the link. And uh, and we appreciate any of you who, who've done that. And shout out to those of you who have donated. We've, we've had some pretty large donations. And I just, you know, from me to you guys, I really want to say thank you so much. Um, oh, before I jump off into that, I, shout out to my boy Marco, man. Marco had a unique way of donating. And maybe this might help some of you who maybe um, don't have uh, means money-wise to, to donate. But Marco is a very huge uh, sports fan. And what he did was he said, listen, I, I love your boys so much. I want to give you some memorabilia that I have at home. And I want to give it to you, which I'm sure you could get X amount of dollars for if you put it up on eBay. And whatever you sell it for, just take that and give it to the kids for their Branson trip and literally that just sold a couple days ago and I shipped it out and uh it was just awesome and I thank you Marco I love you Marco is also my trainer um so if you've seen any videos with me with this uh Panamanian guy working out that's my trainer Marco man so shout out to you um so that's another way you can donate if you have another way instead of you know providing any dollars to help out that's another way so just giving you guys ideas all right um Let's move. Let's keep it moving. Flag football just ended. Both of my boys had really good seasons. They had fun. Um, Jordan just, he, this was his idea to play flag football. His little brother's always like, man, you, you, you got me into this mess. I didn't really even want to play. But anyway, he, he had fun anyway. He didn't really want to play flag football, but because Jordan was playing, it was easier to have Jaden also sign up. Jaden had a really good time. Uh, both of their teams came in third place in their divisions, which is pretty good. Um, 
they barely lost both of those games to get to the championship, so they ended up in third, and they're both in different divisions. Uh, but they uh, they did really well. The boys performed. I was really happy. Um, it's just another thing keeping them healthy, active, and fit. You know what I mean? And I'm a big fan of that, as you guys know. So that was good. Again, they came in third place in, in their respective divisions. Um, shout out to the coaches. I don't know if uh, some of the coaches may be listening to this. Uh, they're really great guys. I appreciate your guys' time, effort, and working with the kids. Um, coming from a coach myself, I know how hard that is, and I appreciate you guys. I want to shout you guys out and tell you how much we appreciate you, okay? Um Next thing, uh, the gym. Good Lord, man. The, these boys, I have been taking them to the gym, and I know a lot of you have been seeing the videos that I've been putting up online, sharing the highlights of me working out with these boys. Um, Jordan has gotten extremely stronger. He has went from, you know, doing just the bare, you know, the bar for bench pressing to now doing 75 pounds, which is a huge jump from when he started. He's feeling stronger. He's looking leaner and stronger. He's starting to get his little chest. And it's wild because I didn't have that when I was going on 14. He'll be 14 in June. And he's already got the little shape. And it's, um, you know, it makes me proud. Um, not just for him doing the work, but for uh, for him just saying, hey, Dad, uh, we don't have a game this weekend. Can we go hit the gym? Like he's taking initiative, and not only that, um, I, I I used to give myself thanks for doing the work, but I got to give that to God. Um, so shout out to God. Shout out to God for giving me the strength and the willpower to transform my life, my physical fitness, my health, my mental, my mental health, and and now taking that to my children and giving it to them because the reason why they are so on it with this fitness and going to the gym is because God has given that to me and they have seen what it's done for me and they are now um, excited about pursuing that as well. I watch it when Jordan walks through the gym now. I can see that he feels good. He always tells me, Dad, my arms feel tight. You know, and he says, Phil, he likes that feeling. He likes the feeling of being in there. Now he knows a few people, and they see him, and they give him a pound or whatever. And, you know, and he just feels very confident, and I really like that, especially going into high school. It's very, it's paramount that a kid goes into high school with confidence, all right, because high school can be a mind, you know what, mind F-U-C-K, all right, it really can, it messes with a lot of kids, they don't have confidence, they're scared, they don't fit in, they feel awkward, and I'm doing my best to make sure that he goes into high school feeling very confident, all right, Jaden, man, I gotta tell you a story, oh, before I jump into that, Jordan started doing, um, he did dips for the first time, so he got on the uh, platform. I showed him how to, how to, what shoes we should be wearing. Converse Vans that have flat footed, um, but this time we took his shoes off. He was wearing some Air Maxes. I said we can't wear these when we're doing this, even on deadlifts. So we took his shoes off, and he was in socks. Felt a little weird at first until he started seeing other people on the platforms wearing socks. Then he was okay. So we got him doing that. He did the hex bar deadlift, which was helping him with his core. Loved it. Um, he was doing, I mean, he just did so many different workouts that it was just, I was very, very proud of him to see the uh, progress he's made. Jaden, we had Jaden doing some of these workouts. I can't have Jaden doing anything heavy. We have Jaden lifting very, very minimal because he's still not old enough to really be pushing in the gym. So there are certain things that I'll get him to do just to kind of go through the motions, but he's still too young to be lifting any serious weight. So I'm very careful with that. But Jaden had a mile, uh, a monumental moment during the gym. Um, this last, this last session that we had, there is these O3 boxes that you jump on, right? And I believe they're almost 26 inches. And he's like, dad, I want to hit that. I want to, I want to do a box jump onto that. And he couldn't hit it. I said, okay, do do five, you know, do five and take a break and then do five and take a break. And he couldn't hit it. Like he, he was getting, he was literally getting mad. I was like, Hey, calm down. We're here to have a good time. We're here to work. He was getting frustrated. I said, okay, you know what you're doing? You're trying to land it on your feet first, land it on your knees, work on landing it on your knees first. So every time you jump up, land on your knees on purpose. 
every time. Okay, and once you get that down and you can land firmly on your knees, then you start working with one leg and a knee, one leg and a knee. And then after you get that and you're solid on that, then you work with both feet. Okay, this kid stayed at it while me and Jordan were doing the hex bar deadlifts. I turn around, and I start videotaping him. He misses it, almost gets it, lands on one knee and one foot's up. And he looks and he gets frustrated. And I said, hey, when you jump, stand right there. Not so not so close, not too, too far. I want you to stand right there. He stood about a foot, a little over a foot and a half away, jumps and landed it. The, the face he made when he landed it made me so proud as a father. He landed it. Got up, stood up on both his feet and looked at me and threw his hands up. And he was like, I got it. And he was so amped. Probably the coolest part of this whole story is we go to the to the sauna, which we always do after a workout. And there's a guy that's in there. And I just happened to recognize him. He was on the platform uh, doing uh, dips and deadlifts on the side of us so he could see us working. We go in there and... The kids are like, man, it's hot in here. I said, okay, we got 15 minutes. And that guy goes, he goes, hey, man, you guys deserve this. That was a good workout. I saw you guys working hard. And he goes, those box jumps? Man. And my son looked up and he was like, he goes, yeah, man, that was good. And I go, yeah. I looked at him. I go, hey, I'm glad you said that. I go, you know, he was a little embarrassed that um, to try it because he thought people, he was staring around. He thought people were going to laugh at him if he if he fell. And that guy says, Nah, nah, nobody would have laughed at him. Nobody would have laughed at him at all. And I said, yeah, and if they did, there was somebody probably next to him that would have slapped the hell out of him. And he starts laughing. But what I was trying to teach my sons, and I'm glad this guy was taking notice and acknowledging uh, Jaden's hard work and Jordan's, was I want them to understand when you are in a gym, most 99% of the time, nobody's going to have that attitude. You're going to have somebody who slips up and they're going to get put in check. But 99.9% of the times, everybody's in there struggling with something. They're pushing themselves to the brink of failure. So if they see someone fail, they're not going to laugh. They're going to say, damn, man, that guy is pushing. And that's what I need my kids to understand. When they go to the gym, there's everybody in here is pushing. You should be trying to push yourself to the brink of failure so you can find out what your max is and then get back to it and really push so you can get there and make it happen. So that was a good that was a good little lesson. I'm glad my uh, my sons were there to hear this guy acknowledge them and their work. That was really cool. Um, anyways, uh, sp- staying on fitness, man, um, you know, my brother in law, he's um, I, you know, I, I spoke on this, you know, probably a couple of years ago when I first started the podcast, you know, uh, he's very athletic. He, uh, did water polo for a long time. He surfs every morning. Um, he's just got a, uh, you know, he, now he's been doing jujitsu for probably close to a year, maybe. Um, and he's just, you know, he's just very, he's very on it. He's, um, very healthy, um, and just a smart, smart guy, man. Um, and you know, he reached out to the boys, you know, he's in town. Uh, he lives, uh, he lives out by Santa Barbara, but he, uh, reached out to the boys and said, Hey boys, we're going to, let's, let's take a two mile run. Let's go. And it was raining. And you, you guys know from watching me training my boys, they're not a stranger to running in the rain, running a few miles. We do that regularly. So, uh, yeah, so they, they got their running shoes on. They ran a couple of miles, um, with their uncle and then they rolled a little bit and did some jujitsu with them. And, um, I, I just appreciate that, you know, um, I got to be honest, man, as a father, as a man, it is always, especially someone like me, it is always very difficult for me to, um, to accept when someone is doing something that I feel is my thing. And my thing with my boys is sports and fitness. Um, so it's kind of like, I'm, you know, you, I'm letting go of the chain a little bit, like, okay, all right, go, go run with your uncle. And, you know, and, and without saying, man, that's, that's my thing with my kids, you know, 
But no, they need that. They need to do it without me as well. And their uncle is uh, is just the right person to do that because he uh, he's going to push them towards the same goals that I want for them. Um, and and I think boys, it's very important for boys to have that. Little girls too, but um, I, I have sons, so I'm always going to talk from the perspective of having boys. Um, so yeah, so that was cool, and that just happened recently. Here is something very awesome, though, man. Okay, let's let's we're gonna get to Jaden. Jaden's kind of kicking butt in this episode. If you're paying attention, uh, Jaden made honor roll. Jaden made honor roll, man. A three point eight, a three point eight. I could not be more proud. Um, uh, both of me and his mom are extremely proud of him. I, uh, I'm just happy, man, because you know. Middle school has been hard for him. Um, it was a hard transition for him coming from elementary school and now having six classes. It's been hard. You know, he's uh, he's still, I, I forget that he's still young, that he's still only 11. So there have been days where he's cried. I don't want to go to school. It's hard. I don't want to go to school. It's I don't like having all these classes. It's too much work. And it's been tough on him. Some days he really cries and begs us not to go to class. And, you know, I have to talk him off a ledge and be like, hey, you're doing fine. It's okay. You're, 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 you're almost through this year. You got this. And to know the struggles that he's went through and to pull off a 3.8 and make the honor roll, I couldn't be more proud. Son, whenever you hear this episode, I don't care if you hear it 10 years from now. I don't, you know, if you hear it next week on your iPad when you're listening and you just decide to pop on uh, Dad's podcast, I, I, I need you to know that I am so proud of you. Um, you work hard, and it's um, it's just great to see that you've worked through your struggles in middle school and excelled. Probably surprising even yourself. And I need you to know that I love you and I am so, so proud of you. Okay? I need you to know that. Um, the next thing is Jaden had his had a performance where they performed uh, Moana songs. And um, he's very shy when it comes to singing and doing things in front of people. So uh, for him to, to, to go and do that in front of a crowd of people at the auditorium at school, uh, it's kind of a big deal. And he did extremely well. Uh, he looks very relaxed up there. Um, although he was kind of doing this little shoulder thing, so I know there was a little bit nervousness in there, but he was performing, man. He had energy. He wasn't, you know, shying away from hitting notes and whatnot. So it made me very proud, um, and he did really well for this performance. So, I, you know, I don't know. I'm just very proud of him. Um, you know, he, he's coming out of his shell. There's a lot of things that he doesn't like doing, but he's he's coming out and he's doing it. Um and that's all I ask for my kids is don't shoot anything down before you try it. And if you're going to do it, please give it your all. Just give it your all. Don't go out there with an attitude. Don't go out there with an attitude of uh, of whatever. I'm just going to get through this. I hate this. Go out there and just give it your all and then you're done. And he's just been doing that and I'm very proud of him. Um, uh, speaking of the podcast, man, um, and... I was joking, saying, you know, if Jaden actually listens to this, maybe tomorrow, something on his iPad. Uh, my kid's mom messaged me probably about a week ago, and she says, uh, so I'm at home, and uh, and Jordan says, uh, I'm going to listen to Dad's podcast, Mom. And he puts his headphones on. And she goes, okay. And she says, I just, he looks so grown when he said that to me. She's like, and he put his ear pods on and he's listening to your podcast. Um, and she goes, so, um, just letting you know about your audience. It's changing. So, and I know what she meant, you know, uh, be mindful, uh, be mindful of the things that you say and talk about because uh, your son's listening, you know, and he's listened before, but he's listening now. 
more so because he has a phone and he has Spotify um, and he has YouTube and he can just tune in at any time. Um, so I appreciated her sharing that with me and, um, and I always, you know, I always need that reminder. Um, I kind of do this podcast as if they were to hear it. So I'm always mindful, but it's always good to get a reminder. So, yeah. Um, so let's, let's get on real quick with what's been going on with me personally. Um, aside from all the kids stuff and whatnot, um, big news. (laughs) <laughs> no, um, I, uh, I failed my notary test, man. <laughs> I failed my notary test, but it wasn't like a, a massive fail. I failed by 1%, 1%. Give me a second. I'm, uh, I'm sipping a little whiskey right now. So you need to... all right. All right. Um, but I failed my notary, my notary exam. Um, you're supposed to get a 70% or higher and I got 69. So, uh, I'm going to study up and I'm going to get back on the horse and give it another shot. So, um, and I shared that with my kids and I sent them to like, Oh no. And I said, you know why I'm sharing this with you? Because you know, you know how you guys stress over your tests and you say you're not good. You know, you don't feel confident when you take tests and you don't do well on tests and blah, blah, blah. Look, I'm just like you guys, okay? The world, it's not over. The world isn't over. I failed a test by 1%. I'm going to get back on the horse and try it again. I'm sharing this with you because you need to see that dad fails too. It's not over. Not the end of the world. I failed. Got to get back to the drawing board and get back at it. So, yeah, so I failed by 1%. I got a 69. Um, Sucks. But uh, I'll get back on it and try it again. Um, I'm, I'm told by plenty of people that usually people don't pass the first time, whatever. I was hoping I was going to be one of the ones that did. Um, I have been doing everything but the correct things with this damn Achilles injury. And one of those things is I went on a damn hike recently and I probably shouldn't have done that, but I did, uh, because I am the king of pushing my limits when I know I should be resting up, I did it anyway. So I, uh, I went on a hike in Monterey and, uh, probably a little close to three miles. And, uh, yeah, it, you know, it was a really good hike, beautiful. Um, it's a hike that I've done before. Um, but I went out there and, uh, yeah, my, my Achilles was fine. Um, I started to limp a little bit more towards the end and, um, I think this injury has stuck around longer than it should have because I have just not been doing the right thing. So, um, yeah. So anyways, I, I, that was the first hike since I've been injured. Um, and I got through it probably wasn't the smartest thing, but it was a beautiful hike. I enjoyed it. Um, had some really good company and, uh, yeah, that's that. Um, let's see. Oh, shoot, man. Uh, I recently went to the gym with one of uh, one of my boys who who started off as just a listener to my podcast. Uh, my boy Javi, man, um, you guys have probably heard me mention Javi um, a few times. He's from San Diego, um, and we met twenty uh, twenty, probably like right during the pandemic. Um, and he uh, was telling me he was listening to the podcast with his wife. Um, so now me and him have become really good friends, and. Um, and we, I, you know, I told him, hey, you know, if you want to get a gym se- uh, session in, you know, we let we can get one in. Let's lift. I said, I need help, too, because I'm trying to max some days and I don't have a spotter. Um, and he's like, dude, I'm, I'm down. So we because we run into each other from time to time at the same gym. So we did. We met up on a Saturday. We got a good workout in. The awesome thing about this is um, I was able to max more than I've ever maxed because I had someone there to make sure that I didn't bust my, you know what, open. Um, and you know, I, I did, I did my best to push him as well, to get more reps, to get more weight. So he was, he was trying more weight. He was doing more reps, you know, whereas if he was working out he was going to stop at whatever eight reps, I was getting him to do more reps, three or four more reps. Um, and that's what having a spotter, um, aside from making sure you're safe, but that's what having a good spotter does for you too. It pushes you. So 
Um, it helped me because I was able to get a better max, but it also helped Javi because it pushed him and it also showed him he could do more, more weight than he thought. Um, and that's, um, since I've been into my fitness, I have always wanted to get to a point where I could help push other people to be better. Um, and I've worked out with a lot of people. So, you know, I don't work out with a lot of people all the time, but over the last four years, I have worked out with a lot of people at different periods of times. And I felt like we've helped each other. And then I've gotten to a point now where I'm helping a lot of different people, whether it be just talking and giving advice on my Instagram or my TikTok or sharing videos of what I do with my kids. I just want to help and give information, share my journey and share how it's affecting not only me, but my children. Um, and then we just had some good fellowship. I call it fellowship because me and Javi were not just talking about waste. We were talking about life. We were talking about raising children. Javi wants to have children at some point as well with his wife. And God bless them. I hope they do. I hope they I hope they are blessed with the, with the child that they're trying to have. Um, you know, it's a big thing. Um, and I know he really wants to be a father. And uh, so we talked about fatherhood. We talked about being a man, about raising young men. Um just about every, about old friends, about friendships that have, you know, come and gone and about new friendships and all of that. We, we just got to fellowshipping and it was awesome, man. Um, so I enjoyed that time with Javi. Shout out to Javi, man. We got to get it in again. That was a great time. Uh, moving on, my men's group is back. You guys know I always go to my men's group. It's usually midweek. I always call it midweek, but now we have it on Mondays. Um, and a men's, my men's group has helped me substantially, man, substantially. My men's group has uh, helped change my outlook on life. It has made me stronger. It has surrounded me with strong men, men who are doing things that I'm not doing, uh, men that have given me great advice and vice versa. I've also shared my journey and given these other men advice. And some of them listen to this podcast because of my men's group. Now, knowing that, I always tell the guys in my men's group, like, please understand I'm not the perfect guy who follows Jesus Christ. I'm not, okay? I do cuss. I do drink whiskey. You know what I mean? I don't indulge, though. There's people who indulge, overindulge. I don't, okay? Um, I don't think I have a sailor's mouth, but I do cuss. And I always preface my, you know, when they tell me that they listen or they're going to listen is, listen, I'm not perfect. We all know that. I don't know how to share my life and what has changed my life any other way but by being me, okay? I'm not big on suits, ties, Sunday's best. Um, I'm not big on dropping scripture and knowing all the scriptures, but I am big on life experiences and sharing what God has done with me and what he continues to do in my life right now. And sometimes when I deliver that message, it isn't delivered the way... Most people who follow Jesus Christ deliver it. And I apologize, but I don't apologize. It is literally who I am. And my relationship with God is my relationship with God. And I know he loves me for who I am. So, I I say that because um, this last, uh, and now we're going to jump off into the meat of the podcast, which is, purpose okay uh this last group that we had uh last monday one second um this last group that we had we talked about um purpose and how how to find out what your purpose is and I think a lot of us struggle, especially those who follow Christ. We wonder, what is our purpose? Like, what am I supposed to be doing here? And we don't always get that answer right away. You know what I mean? Um, we get it when we're, when we're supposed to get it. See, life's journey, the things that happen in our lives, they don't happen when we want them to happen to them. And, and, and I'm talking from my perspective, okay? I don't want anybody to ever think that this is the, this is, 
the only way, and I'm just dropping this on you to where this is the only way and your way is trash. That's not how I'm talking. I'm literally talking about my life. I believe that things happen when God wants them to happen. Okay? So, saying that, we had a conversation and uh, a brother of ours was, um, was saying how he doesn't know what his purpose is. And it's bothering him because he's had a couple of near-death experiences and he's trying to figure out, what am I supposed to be doing? I know God pulled me through those uh, experiences for a reason. And I don't want to squander the blessing that he gave me of life again. So I'm trying to figure out, what is my reason? And I don't know what it is. And... We talked about how that reason changes, okay? How during one season of your life, your, your, your purpose could be this, and then the season changes, and then your purpose changes. And as you go through life, your purpose continues to change as you get older and you experience life more, and you go through more things, and your purpose changes. And this gentleman... I say, you know what? Your purpose is the thing you do without even thinking. Your purpose is the thing that you do easiest. And I said, so for instance, you are always offering job opportunities. I know I'm in the group text. Anytime you have opportunity for someone to make some money, or to work and earn if they're struggling or things are slow. You always give those opportunities. Hey, if anybody wants to make some money, I've got a job this day. Could use a couple extra hands. If you want to come on out and help, boom. I said, you're using what God has given you. God has given you a gift of doing what you do as a craft. And you're taking that gift and you're sharing it with people to help. That is a purpose. It comes easy for you. The other things that you do, you know, he does a lot of hiking, like deep, deep hiking, like miles where they have to camp at night and do all. He's offered to take some of the guys and take them on this journey. That's another purpose. Why? Because a lot of guys haven't done these things, but he's taking the things that he's learned, he's experienced himself and gotten great at, and he's sharing them with people and taking them, offering to taking them on these journeys. Not just work, but these other journeys. He's hiking, he's hunting, all these things that he does. And he said, okay, I have a question for you. What's your purpose? And without even thinking, I said, helping. Helping kids. Just helping. And I wasn't prepared for him to ask me that question. And I didn't have that question, that answer ready. But that's how I knew I was on to something. Because I didn't hesitate. I didn't pause. The minute he asked me, I said it. And that's how I knew. That is the thing that makes me feel good. That is the thing that I feel has given my life a new sense of purpose. Talking about purpose, right? Is helping. Helping kids. He says, okay, I know what you mean. Because you coach, you do all that. And a lot of dads do that. But what happens when your kids age out? And I answered that just as fast. I said, that I'm helping adults, men. I'm already doing it. He said, how so? I said, through my podcast, I have already reached out and talked to so many men who have been through the ringer, through divorces, through breakups, through bad relationships, who have struggled to get back on their feet, who have struggled to build a relationship with their children, who have struggled to try to get back in their children's lives. How do I do it? 
I said, do you see what I'm saying? So it's not a matter of me just doing these things and while my kids are young and once they're out of high school and they're gone, then I have no purpose. No, my purse is, my purse, my purpose ships, shifts to to the men, to the husbands, to the divorced husbands who've gone through stuff. It shifts because I've already done that. My main focus is kids right now because my kids are young. But that main focus is going to change to men because like, okay, so let me share this with you. When I first, when I released the first episode of this podcast, I got a message from somebody uh, in the Midwest. I want to say Kansas. I want to say Kansas. I'm not sure. But I got a message on my Facebook from somebody who told me that they had gone through a divorce, I want to say three years prior, and have not been able to bounce back. But when they heard my podcast, they were in tears because it hit home for them because that's where they were. And I had a deep conversation over a Facebook chat with this guy. Didn't know him. Never met him. That has happened to me numerous times. Most recently it happened to me with someone that I knew and worked with for a long time. I never know who's listening to this podcast. But what I told my brother from my men's group was, that purpose is there right now. If I didn't have children, that's what I would be doing. I said, see, what I want to do with this podcast is grow it to the point where I can write a book. Where I can take that book and do signings. Where I can take that book and have seminars and speak. Where I can help. That's what I want to grow this thing into. And it's funny because I didn't have all this thought out. I didn't prepare to answer this question. It just came to me. It came out. The minute he asked, I didn't didn't hesitate. Aside from all of that, I started thinking about all the things that have been going on recently. And it all ties in to purpose and helping. To my purpose of helping and whether it be kids or, or just someone who needs help. It, that's... That's where I thrive. Most recently, man, you know, I'm at my kids' baseball practice. And, uh, you know, I come walking back and my kid's mom is talking to another mom. And uh, I'm like, yo, what's going on over here? They're looking like they're trying to, you know, the guy who patrols the park is, you know, has somebody and he's trying to take down information. And apparently the guy was stealing soil or something. Uh, for his home, but he was taking it from a park, and you know, as petty as that sounds, it's, it's illegal. And the guy was one of those guys who's like a one of them flashlight cops who he wants to get an award for <laughs> stopping some someone from doing something, which I thought was kind of small, but whatever. Um, but I only chimed in because one of the kids who plays with my sons, his grandma was there, this little Asian lady. And the guy was trying to, like, actually pull out and get away, kind of. Not speeding, but he almost hit her. And I had to, like, run over there or hobble over there and get her out of the way. And then I stopped the guy in the car and I told him to get out. You know, I'm like, hey, you need to get out. And he couldn't really speak English. And I'm like, you need to stop the car and get out. And so he got out. And I said, you almost hit her. And he was like, uh, he was Asian. He didn't really talk English, so we finally got someone to translate, and um, he didn't really understand what he was doing was illegal, according to the park. I, w- I can't even say ranger. He's just a park patrol. Anyway, um, so I kept him there and, and kind of ha- had the uh, translator translating for him and the park patrol guy, and um, everything was smooth. They got it all figured out. The cops came. <laughs> Oddly and funny enough, the cops came. Uh, and they kind of laughed about it. They just told him, you know, you know, it was, uh, you can't be doing that. And they let him go. They didn't even cite him, which is great. Um, but 
going there, just uh, me jumping in there, and my kid's mom says, that's you, always always going over there and making sure everything's okay. I go, you seen she almost got hit. They're like, no, no, I seen it, but you can't stop yourself. And I'm like, I know, I know. Uh, <laughs> it's just in me. Uh, we're driving, yeah, you know, last week, me and my kids. I'm in the car with my kids, and we're driving down uh, a street over here in San Jose, and I'm watching all these cars kind of just like go around, go around. I'm like, what's going on with these cars? Why are they doing that? And I go, I bet you someone's broken down right in the middle of the street and no one's helping them. They're just going around them. And sure enough, we come up and there's a guy sitting in a little Mini Cooper stuck. And he looks terrified because like he thinks he's going to get hit. And I go, do you need help? A push? And he said, yeah. So I pulled over, um, made sure no cars because I don't want to get hit or killed helping somebody. So uh, he was getting out. I go, no, no, no. Stay in the car. It's a Mini Cooper. All right, it's not a big car. I said, stay in the car, put it in neutral. And I just pushed the thing. So I pushed him off to the side. We got him to the curb. And he's like, thank you. And, you know, he was so happy. And um, one of the guys in the turn lane threw a thumbs up. And I was like, throwing a thumbs up, man, you should have helped. Anyways, I get back in the car. And my kids are like, dang, Dad, you pushed that car by yourself. I'm like, it's a Mini Cooper. It's not a big deal. It's a little car. But... I told my kids, I said, listen to me, okay? There's a, I, and they're going to laugh at me. If my kids ever listen to this, they're going to tell you this is true. I can turn anything into a lesson, all right? Anything. I got back in the car and I said, listen, when you guys are driving, when you get your license and you're driving, don't be those guys. Don't be those guys who go around and leave somebody like that, okay? Don't. There's too many people in this world that they don't care about nobody else. They just care about themselves and they go on and they don't care to help anybody. We don't do that. We help. That's what we do. Okay? We pull over. I don't care if it's raining. We pull over and we help. Now, don't be stupid and go out there and put yourself in any danger. Be smart about it. But we help. Okay? Because I know. I've been in that situation before. It's scary. You're afraid you're going to get rear-ended and smashed and all hell's gonna break loose it's a scary situation to be in but we help that's what we do okay so when you see me do that part of it is i'm doing it because i need you to see that dad that's what dad does so you have the example of when you get older and you do it and you're with your girlfriend your wife or your friends they say why'd you do that because i was raised to help that's what i was doing i'm doing that because my dad taught me to help One of my dad's purpose in life was help. He helped people. He mentored people. That's what my dad did his whole life. Okay, so that's what we're talking about. What's your purpose? This all came to me in my men's group. I got to thinking about me coaching again. I started thinking about all this stuff when I left my um, when I left uh, my men's group because it hit me. It hit me that man, there's a lot of um, a lot of things that tie into that purpose I spoke about. So I didn't plan on coaching baseball this year. Um, in fact, I didn't my. I didn't plan on my kid playing Little League, um, but I get a phone call, and it's like, hey, this uh, team needs a coach. They have a manager, but they need a coach, a baseball coach, and um, they're wondering if you will coach the team, and they know the stipulation is if you coach your son has to play because you're not going to miss any of your kids' games. So your son has to play. They're willing to give your son, Jaden, a waiver to play in this league if you can coach. And, uh, you know, Jaden's excited about it. Um, And I took it, you know. I said, you know, sure, why not? You know why? Because I know, I know that's God saying, hey man, I know you didn't plan on it, but again, let's talk about how this isn't your plan. 
This is my plan. And um, I tussled with it a little bit before I said yes. And uh, I said, yeah, I got it. I'll do it. And instead of saying, damn it, man, this is another thing on my plate. I prayed on it and I said, thank you. And you may be saying, say thank you for what? I said, thank you to God for calling me and giving me another opportunity to work with more kids. Teach kids the game of baseball, a game that I love. But not only that, when I coach, I teach more than baseball. I like to teach about life. I like to teach about so many other things. And I just thanked him for the opportunity. Now, this opportunity came full circle because I need to tell you that um, we had pitcher day and uh, over the weekend. And when we walked up, uh, the lady saw us wearing our colors and she's like, oh, your team's your team's next in line. You got to hurry up. So, you know, again, I hobbled my way over there with my son and around the corner comes this kid. And he's like, Coach Ray, Coach Ray. And he has this big old smile on his face. And I'm like, yo. And uh, he comes, he's like, what's up, Coach? And he gives me a big old hug and I hug. I go, how are you? He goes, I'm good. And I go, man, it's good to see you. And so we gave a hug. He goes, yeah. He goes, I saw Jaden. And I was like, oh, where's, where's Coach Ray? And he goes, I started running to look for you. And, uh. You know, I uh, I walk past. You know, we're talking. And I'm, I'm like trying. I'm like, come walk towards me. I gotta, I gotta get to the photos. So he's walking with me, and um, one of his family members says, she smiles at me and she says, you know, uh, the minute he saw your son, he started yelling, "Where's Coach Ray? Where's he?" He didn't want to leave until he found you, and. Uh, That was heavy. Um, and I got to tell you why it's heavy. Um, this is a kid who uh, was one of our best players on a team that I coached last year. And uh, he almost got his head taken off because the team that we were playing was using illegal bats. And he was pitching. And he almost got his head taken off. My son was catching. My son came in the dugout and he said, "Hey, they're using a, they're using an illegal bat. They're using a travel ball bat." And uh, thank God, Emilio is an amazing um, athlete because the kid hit a shot off this bat that he was not supposed to be using, and Emilio was pitching and he caught the ball literally right at his face and fell down. And actually got up and made a double play and threw it to third base. But the way our season ended, this was a very tough season. Um, probably the toughest coaching year I had, which is why I felt like I needed a break. Um, it ended with yet another loss to a team. And, um, you know, his mom... Uh, We had words. Um, she approached me about uh, an email I had sent addressing the entire team about some words that adults were heard saying about the team. And I said how it was inappropriate for the children to be working so hard and to overhear criticism of how they played from adults. And... She approached me and was not a, not happy about that email because it was her family that spoke about it. Now, I didn't mention who it was. I kept it general, but I kept it respectful as well. And I said, these kids work, work hard enough and they already know they've had a tough season. They haven't won many games. But to also hear adults, family members, and people uh, who are supposed to be better than that say the things that they said, it doesn't help. 
Um, she didn't like that. She took offense to it. Um, she got really vulgar. Um, and there was another team behind us getting ready for a game. It was a bunch of minor kids. So these are ta- you're talking about seven, eight, nine-year-olds. And I said, you know, you need to watch your mouth. You're, you're cussing in front of kids. I don't give a, you know. I said, hey, be respectful. This is, see, this is, I said, nobody mentioned your guys' name. No one, no one spoke bad about you guys. The reason why people know it's you now is because now you're making a spectacle. I said, I kept it general. I said, this is not cool. You know, and I said, you need to, if you don't like, you don't want to have to watch your mouth and, and stop cussing, then you need to leave. She's like, fine, I'm taking my son, and he ain't playing, and da 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 And she kind of, she just went off on me. I said, this is the attitude. This is what I was talking about. This is the attitude that hurts the rest of these kids, that you don't care how you're talking. There's there's a bunch of little kids here. There's parents, and they're all looking at you, making, I don't give a, you know. I said, I know. I know you don't. You got to leave this. You got to leave the field now. I'm asking you. I asked you. Now I'm telling you. You have to leave. And, um, you know, he just so happened to be sitting on the bench right next to me as I was standing there talking to his mom. And he had his head down. And uh, it sucked because uh, before she left, she says, you know, that tournament you guys are in, he's not playing in it. I'm not letting him. I said, that really sucks because he really wants to play. He really wants to play in that tournament. Well, I'm not letting him play for you. Da, da, da. That's fine. That's fine. I go, you know, you're not hurting me. You're hurting him. And uh, she walks away. And she says, hurry up and grab your stuff. And, you know, he stands up. And I, I look at him and go, hey, buddy, look at me. And he says, what's up? And he puts his head up. And I said, you and I are good. Okay. Don't ever forget that. You're a hell of a ball player. I love what you did with this team. And I'm sorry that this happened. Okay? But this has nothing to do with you and me. All right? You understand? He said, yeah. I said, all right, buddy. He goes, bye, coach. And that's the same kid that came running up to me. Um, two days ago. Purpose. That's what we're talking about. I uh, I share a lot of stuff with people. Um, I'm the type of person who, when I have learned something that has made me better, whether it be mentally, physically, spiritually, I want to share it with everybody. I want because I want them to have the same experience. Um, if I'm reading a great book, I, I, I'm so, I want to share it with people. If I have read a great book and someone's talking to me and I know that they're going through something and I, and I think a book that I've read in the past can help them, I recommend it to them. And in a lot of instances, I've actually bought the book and had it mailed to them. Because I want to help. I'm very big on holding oneself accountable. Not making excuses. I've talked to people and there are people who, who can vouch. Who've listened to this podcast. Where I've said, listen, there's no excuses. You've got to stop all that. You allowing people to do this in your life. That's you. That falls on you. It's not them. It falls on you. You have to say, no more of this. It's just me sharing. And I know not everybody's as strong-willed as me, as a, has a personality like me. But if, I, if, if that's the mentality that I know has gotten me further, I want to share that with you. I want to share that with whoever I can. I know that this is my purpose. I get it when I work with the furniture stuff, the stuff that I do. You know, I, I get people that maybe don't have a whole lot of money and I could tell this is for a family member, or this is for, you know, a kid or whatever. They need this dresser or whatever. Nine times out of ten, I'll, I'll cut them a deal because I just, I want to help. I just do. You know? Um, and it's come back to me. When I help other people, they help me with things. Because I've now got re- reoccurring uh, 
uh, you know, customers who keep coming back. I know that eventually this podcast will spawn into a book, will spawn into me speaking, will spawn into all these different things. Because it's what makes me feel good. It's what, it's my strength. It's the thing I do with the most ease. It's the thing that I don't even have to think about that just comes to me. My entire life, I never feel better than when I'm helping. Than when I'm coaching. Than when I'm mentoring. Than when I'm teaching. I never feel better than that. What's your purpose? We all got one. You may be doing it right now. And you just don't know it. Think about it. That's all I got. I love you guys. Thank you for listening. Make sure to check out the website, raymolina.com. Follow me on Instagram, at It's Ray Molina. That's my TikTok as well. The Perfect Mess Podcast is at The Perfect Mess Pod on Instagram. YouTube is youtube.com slash at the perfect mess pod. Please hit subscribe and that notification bell to get all the notifications of when I put a video up. If you're on Spotify, Apple, Google, whatever, please subscribe, review, comment, share. Please do all of it. I am trying to grow this thing and I appreciate every single one of you listeners. It means so much to me. All right. Like I always say, my life isn't perfect. Oftentimes it's a mess. But for me. It is the perfect mess. I love you. Peace. Perfect mess is my perfect mess. Perfect man